Hi, my name is Dr. Mark Allen Derry, and I'm an infectious diseases specialist in New Orleans. Just as a reminder that COVID-19 and the human immunodeficiency virus do share the same risk factors. Hi, my name is Doc Griggs, and I'm a community medicine doctor and health literacy expert. This is the Noise Filter Podcast, where an infectious diseases physician, that's me, and a health literacy and communications expert, that's me, talk about what you need to know about COVID-19. You can find more information about this show and our other daily live updates and Q&A show at noisefiltershow.com. So let's get started. Hello, Noise Filter listeners. Before we get started with today's edition, I do want to announce that COVID Noise Filter is being considered for People's Choice Podcast Award in Excellence in Healthcare. We would love for you to please vote for us for this prestigious honor. We ask that you go to podcastawards.com and click on Voting Now Open. Please vote for us in two categories, the People's Choice Award as well as the category for health. And again, you'll find us under COVID Noise Filter. Thank you so much. And more than that, thank you to our amazing team of writers, producers, editors, and sound engineers that have made this prestigious nomination possible. Thank you, guys. Remember, that's podcastawards.com. Click Voting Now Open. And we are listed under two categories, the People's Choice Award, but more importantly, the category for health. And again, you'll select COVID noise filter. Again, thank you all. Some spinal surgery patients exposed to TB. U.S. officials are investigating an unusual outbreak of tuberculosis infections in people who had spinal surgery this spring. They suspect the culprit is a potentially tainted bone repair product. According to Life Science, more than 100 people may have been exposed to TB through a product called Fibrocell. Fibrocell is a putty-like substance made from human bone tissue that's used during various orthopedic and spinal surgeries. Recently, the maker of Fibrocell, Osio Biologics, issued a recall of a single lot of the product after one hospital reported more than seven out of 23 patients who received Fibrocell developed post-surgical infections, and four had been tested positive for TB. The recalled lot came from a single donor cadaver, and it had been shipped to 20 states. A total of 113 patients received the recall product, with most suspected TB cases in Indiana and Delaware. Now, the bacteria that causes TB, mycobacterium tuberculosis, can attack any part of the body, such as the kidney, spine, and brain, now especially the lungs. The bacteria typically spreads from person to person through the air, again, this is also known as a respiratory infection. However, most people who are infected with TB have something called latent TB in which the immune system keeps the infection at bay and people don't develop symptoms. But if a TB infection becomes active or it wakes up, the bacteria can grow and the disease can be fatal if untreated. So people with weakened immune systems are at greater risk of developing an active TB infection. The spread of TB through bone grafts is extremely rare. In fact, it's so rare that regenerative medicine companies such as Osiobiologics are not required to test their bone products for TB bacteria, as the last time a case of TB transmission like this occurred was in 1953. 
So the CDC is recommending that all patients who receive the recall product should undergo treatment for TB, which typically involves taking antibiotics for six to nine months. Brazilian Health Ministry pushes pseudoscience. The nation of Brazil is hit hard by the pandemic. The country saw the highly contagious gamma variant of COVID and experienced shortages of oxygen. According to NPR now, the nation responded to the crisis by pushing an unverified treatment for the virus. Now, the treatment is called tratamento precoce which is Portuguese, or that was a version of Portuguese that I hopefully didn't butcher, which is Portuguese for early treatment. It's a combination of cheaply available drugs that the Brazilian Ministry of Health claims manages symptoms of COVID. The drugs include lice medication, an anti-malarial, and anticoagulants. Puh. Please. Did you hear anything there about an antiviral? No. These are terrible, terrible, terrible medications for a virus like COVID, but neither here nor there. All right. It's not lice, it's not malaria, and uh, coagulation problems happen for people in the hospital. All right. In some rare cases, these combinations have resulted in side effects like liver toxicity. I'm not shocked whatsoever. The claims that these drugs can treat COVID are unproven. In fact, some of the pills were even found to be conclusively ineffective in 2020. Health officials and others in the nation instead used old, disproven data or skewed studies in order to promote the treatments. Critics of the nation's pandemic response say that the government advocates for these treatments in order to direct attention away from other measures like the oxygen and vaccine supply and testing. According to Brazilian infectious disease experts, these treatments are dangerous because they provide a false sense of security and make measures like masking and physical distancing seem unnecessary when in fact they are essential, especially in a nation with low vaccination rates such as Brazil's. Mosquito Smoothie for Malaria Vaccine Development For years, researchers have been working tirelessly to develop an effective vaccine against malaria. Malaria is a highly dangerous disease, which is transmitted by mosquitoes. Symptoms range from high fever to chills and other flu-like illnesses. Now, over time, the parasite which causes malaria has become increasingly resistant to antiviral drugs and vaccine developments. Now, the current available vaccines are attenuated, which involves infecting the patient to cause a strong immune response without causing the disease. Essentially, here, what these vaccines are is they take an infectious agent and they alter it a bit so that it becomes harmless or less virulent while, again, at the same time, stimulating a strong immune response. This process is strenuous as it requires several boosters, each dose carrying tens of thousands of early-stage parasites known as sporozoites. Now, currently, sporozoites are extracted through the manual dissection of mosquito salivary glands to be used in the vaccine. 
This is a highly time-consuming and expensive process, which requires extreme delicacy to perform. Thus, researchers began to explore what more feasible and efficient processes they could take advantage of. So a group of researchers recently created a vaccine using a mosquito smoothie, which was a much easier extraction process and just as effective. As implied by the name, the vaccine is developed by actually blending the whole mosquito, then filtering by size, density, and electrical charge, leaving the sporozoite product on its own. Now, researchers tested their experiment on mice and found that the vaccine provided 60 to 70% immunity to mice who received the vaccine concoction. Additionally, this method proved to be more cost-effective and feasible to perform. Next steps are examining the impact of this method on human patients. As researchers continue to develop an efficient vaccine against malaria, this data serves as an important step towards solidifying a solution. Just as a reminder that COVID-19 and the human immunodeficiency virus do share the same risk factors. Doc Griggs. Thanks for listening to the Noise Filter Daily Podcast. Dr. Derry and I have a daily show at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time where we go into more detail on stories and answer your questions about COVID-19. You can find Doc Griggs at DocGriggs1 on social media, and you can find me at Dr. Mark Allen Derry or at D-R-D-E-R-Y. You can follow us at Noise Filter on Instagram, Noise Filter NOLA on Twitter, and for more information about us and the show, you can go to noisefiltershow.com. Hey, Doc Griggs, any last words? Remember, get checked, get fit, get moving. And remember to get some rest to boost your immune system. And Doc? Protect yourself and others by staying home, and please wear masks when you go outside. Remember, health is a human right.